Sunday, Betfair Edge. You can find better odds on the Autumn Carnival at Betfair. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Hello and welcome to the Betfair Edge, wherever you may be, right around the country on this Sunday. All thanks to Betfair, of course. You can find better racing odds at Betfair. As always, gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. You can also back and lay and trade the... the oh, well, it can't be that, because that used to be. But you can back lay and trade cricket, AFL, you know what it is. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. I'm joined by Tommy Haylock, as always, on a Sunday. Tommy... Sunday morning, same studio in Melbourne. Good to see you, my friend. Welcome to Melbourne. Yes, uh, good morning to all the listeners out there. Off a brilliant day of racing. AFL's back, NRL's continuing. It's, uh, it's never a dull moment in sport and racing. And what a day yesterday it was. I needed to lie down after the day it was. I don't, you, were, you were busy preparing for a, a huge call yesterday. And no, no, focusing... did, did racing until the game started, but right up until six. AFL's been a heavy focus of yours and... You uh, you nailed the call last night on SEN, so well done to you, mate. I've got a lot for the backboard as well. More so, and I don't like this feeling. I've got more on the backboard than the lay-bin. I'm kind of in that mood. Oh, right. Well, um, are you angry, are you? Oh, look, um, when you're tired, you know, when you just you feel like whinging more than complimenting. I've got a couple for the backboard that I think is what, I've got one big one for the backboard that might be a little contentious. Ooh, a little contentious. But we want, we'd love to hear from the family. I want to ask the family straight off the bat. Yeah. And I asked you this Friday night. Yep. Are you backing or laying the draw? Uh, you would love to hear what they think. 0499 736 736, backing or laying the draw. Get in. Uh, yeah, there's another a few there off Cal already. We'll touch on that <laughs> a little bit later on. I only did see that uh, later than I should have. But you? Are you backing or laying the draw? Well, I already said on Friday, I'm probably you, took, you sat on the fence on I, Friday. On, on backing the on backing extra time, and then if after that it's a draw, I think extra time would add some theatre. I'm a big fan of the draw. It's a result, two points each impacts the ladder. I'm I'm all for it. Stop replicating American sports too. I'm over that. That's in the lay bin. Well, on Friday, the poll that went up, seventy five percent laid the draw and twenty five percent said back. So. You would be fair argument to say that the product there for extra time and from a viewership perspective, which is majority of where the money comes from, would be to have extra time to try to get a result. No one goes home feeling good after a draw. The AFL would love it. The broadcasters would love it. The media would love it. I mean, extra time. If you're not on the edge of your seat with a game in extra time, when are you going to be on it? I I was happy with the draw when Carlton just... Let yeah, but if it's slip. your team and, and you've got momentum, you're like, oh, we should have won. And if you, the other team, you're like Richmond. Th- Who probably... wins? Who wins Thursday night if it goes to 10 minute extra time? Who had the momentum? Uh, Richmond. You think Richmond had the cooler heads and played yep. the extra time? Yeah, yep. you might I think right. so. Hey, uh, well, can we just get straight into it? This is the lay-in, also the backboard because we need a positive touch. That's the way the world is. I think sensitive we touch. well, I think we started touch sensitive. <laughs> <laughs> I think we started with the lay-in and then we sort of got some feedback saying you can't just be negative. Oh, and I went, why can't we? Yes, we can. <laughs> it's Sunday morning. And then, and then someone that pays the bills said, no, we'd like something positive. So okay, <laughs> I um, uh, I'm going to go one off the backboard to start. Tim Payne. 
backboard. He's retired from first-class cricket. What he did for Australian cricket. You don't have to start this with a backboard. I'm starting it with a backboard because I want to mention this off the top. What he did for Australian cricket, the time he got Australian cricket, where he came from into Australian cricket, and how he conducted himself while in Australian cricket, regardless of what happened years earlier, years earlier, get your emotion out of it, years earlier, what he did for Australian cricket, where he brought them to, and what he did, will will never be um, will never be uh, talked about enough. He, he pulled us from he pulled us from the depths. We got respect back. Uh, we got um, our edge back. We fell in love with some of the players again. I'd argue that we've probably fallen at more out of love with the players now than we were under Tim under Tim Payne. What he did for Australian cricket could be one of the greatest contributions to Australian cricket in the last two to three decades. It'd be right up there. He was a very good captain. He led the team very well. Respect was a huge one. I think everyone respected him. So kudos to his career. I think Langer went a fair way to that, what he did, and that's probably been a bit lost on people now that he's departed as well. But they they got Australia through a tough time and started earning the respect of the public again, which well, I think was big. Well, don't they say that being the captain of the Australian cricket team is a harder job than being Prime Minister? Yeah, second most important job, job in the country. In the country. Like yep. So I'm hands down backboard. Anyone want to take me on and say otherwise, <laughs> more than welcome. 0499 736 736. Yep, never made a ton. Doesn't matter. It does not matter. And where he, the you story you're going to get there. No, never made a ton. You got bowled by phone book, didn't you? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what were yeah. you on at the time? I was 87 in the 11th over. And I was came in at four. And you got bowled by some bloke with one leg shorter than the other. Yeah. Called phone book. Yeah, because if you put a phone book under that leg, <laughs> even him out. That's how where you're going. Well, they gave up. They said, we'll bowl him. Anyway, we're getting sidetracked here. <laughs> Shut up, Tom. Shout out to you, Robbo, too. Uh, Thanks for bringing that up. Or you bringing that up on Friday night. <laughs> Righto, what have you got? Um, Logbear. The drawer is like dancing with your sister. No one's a winner. Don't mind it. Don't mind it. Um, I just heard in the news that Djokovic is still banned from the U.S., Due to COVID protocol. Come on, guys. COVID's gone. Let him in. Yeah, but it's Djokovic. So. <laughs> You're just putting Djokovic in the lab in yeah, on a Sunday well, morning. Yeah, it's just, it's just it's uh, got fake written all over him, that bloke. That's, yeah, that's fair. Uh, how's his, um, what did he break in the Australian Open? He's, oh, I had a tear in his hamstring. That's right. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder how that's recovered. Yeah, tore the hamstring. Off and the bone. It, even Doc Peter Larkins <laughs> said, uh, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've got a couple for the backboard. I, I need some guys to chime in. Um, ladies and gentlemen out there, chime in with your lays. Um, Piastri overnight um, made qualifying third qualifying Q three oh, Formula One Sorry. in the Formula One. His yeah. first season, the rookie Australian um, is starting from eighth on the grid at his second Grand Prix in literally driving a tractor that is Renault. So. Um, <laughs> McLaren, sorry, um, oh, yeah. he's literally driving a uh, tractor. Um, so kudos to him. That's in the backboard. That's a superb effort. It's going to be interesting Grand Prix tonight. We'll touch on the odds a bit later, but Verstappen um, starting from 15th, I think it is. So might be interesting, which is, makes it a bit more interesting. Um, a couple of great rides to shout out. Now, Ryan Moore, outstanding. He comes over. He did what Purton did. Comes over. Hey, hey, maybe we should lay the Australian jockeys here. Oh, you got Purton coming I, over just stealing. I think there are a lot of rides. Yeah, but you want to say good luck. I think there are a lot of rides yesterday that horses were in positions that, where they just couldn't win. And why go around on a horse when you're in a position where you can't win? 
Like, why wait there? Why wait there? No, that's fair. That's I think fair. I lost. I think I lost. I would have lost seven photos yesterday. Seven. Just need a bit. And all the horses that were just way too far back. Just, just. There's nothing worse than uh, way too far back. Nothing worse than that is there. That horses charge late and just miss. Um, watering the tracks now. Obviously, Rose Hill was watered, um, and they were all getting off the fence. Now I don't know what the jockeys were doing early, and then it dried out. Obviously, throughout the day, warm weather in Sydney, and they ducked back to the fence. Now. I don't know who's to blame, what's going on there, but the track was a bit funny on on Saturday at Rose Hill. Um, it's, it's, mate, if it, you, you don't think it was funny at Mooney Valley, I'll eat my hat. Mooney it Valley raced superbly, Miles. What? Raced superbly. Okay. Inside Barry's a favourite. It's a dry track. There's nothing more they could have done. You expect that. You expect the Inside Barry's to be favoured on a dry track, yeah. high winds, 37 degrees forecast. It it was fantastic. Yeah, we so, saw that in the All-Star Mile, didn't we? Like Mr. Brightside win and then the inevitable and what was the other horse? Cascadian. Oh, yeah, the, those two just charging through. They shouldn't have been anywhere near it. What do you mean? Mate, no good. <laughs> Absolutely dead set, no good. Someone didn't, if, win. If you, Someone if, didn't win on the punt yesterday. If, well, mate, no, I didn't lose either. Do you know why? Because it weather and the tracks, no way. <laughs> mate, if, if, you, if you were betting hard yesterday, you need mate. your head red. Oh, come on, mate. You need your head red. It was shocking yesterday. I said it on Thursday, I said it on Friday. If you were... Gambling big yesterday, you need your absolute head red. That's what happens. The graveyards like that. You graveyards. know what it was? It was a great opportunity to lay horses, and I laid a few that drew wide barriers at Mooney Valley and, and couldn't oh, possibly. But then you get, like, the tempos, they go too hard up front and get run down, and then it completely changes, and they back off and come over the top. My, no way. My Bella May. It was a joke. Um, yeah, my Bella May was a good lay for me. Mellum's ride on Bel Air. Outstanding ride. It was brave. It was fantastic. So that's on the backboard as well. Yeah, put something in the lay bin, will you? No. Ugh. I'm coming in good. There's a few from go, the text message, mate. Well, I'll go through them since you're Mr. Someone, Positive Someone just morning. called me Sam on the, the text, so he's in the lay bin. I like that. <laughs> um, John from Bentley East, uh, no, but we need some updates from the cricket, please. Uh, cannot believe they bet $18 Shinzu. Happy days. Good on you, whoever that was. Hey, boys, up and down. Lucky for you, long patrol at the last Valley. Got it for 35s. Oh, See, Danny boy. That hurt. I, I, that now, I love that result. from you, right? I love that from you. But, I, I mean, you're betting. In, you got a $35 winner, right, in the last. I, Kudos. This is the day. Kudos to you. But the majority haven't backed it, right? And it's like $35. But same as in, you know, learning to fly. Some of these races are so competitive. But good on you, Danny boy. Shannon just, from Bonnell's. Just, um, who was that that? Danny boy. Danny boy. Jump on a Betfair, mate. You could have got $51.60. So apologies there. $51 Betfair starting <laughs> price. It's um, just a lazy 48.3% better. That's why you bet with Betfair. Uh, Shannon from Bonnells Bay agrees with me. We can lay anyone who disagrees about Tim Payne. G'day, Miles. Yep. Had a Barry Crocker yesterday. Shawnee from Perth. You shouldn't have had a Barry Crocker because you shouldn't have gone hard. Surely coffee's right on Dunkel goes in the bin on the flip side. How good was Live to Tell? Yeah, Live to Tell is probably the highlight of the whole day. Anywhere in the country for me yesterday. Because we got a price for the Caracatta, and it drew wide and bolted in. Um, what happened to Hurricane? Um, yeah, well, he's now a short breath. Hurricane. <laughs> he's a zephyr. Hurricane hasn't been on for 18 months, Roy. <laughs> um, 18 months, mate. He's, he went to the tab. We love him. Both of us are still mates with him, but he's gone. Did you hear off the bench yesterday, a 13-year-old and, um, called Hutchie Tip Queen Air at the Valley? No, I didn't, Roy. And that's exactly what sums the day up, is that 13-year-olds picking winners. It's like, if you had a good day yesterday or whatever, 
luck. I'm laying the hysteria that follows this bloke breaking his arm, playing footy six weeks in a cast and move on. Matt, uh, it's pretty horrific break when they you go... You should hear the hysteria around Miles breaking his arm. Well, <laughs> I didn't break it the whole way through. I was actually there in front of me and it, I saw it. Um, it was it was crook. And he's a great guy, Howie. So stick with him. Um, a draw's like dancing with his sister. We read that. Back in the draw, if you're not good enough to win... Bad luck from Daryl. Great to hear you guys, Milo and Sam. Love that from you, Logman. <laughs> Let's have a fill up. The inevitable, a great run yesterday. Yeah, shouldn't have been there. No right to run top three. I mean, great horse. But if you've got Cascadian, the inevitable running top three in an all-star mile in front of some of the horses that are in there, give me an what absolute... What are you talking about, Miles? Oh, so Alligator Blood, multiple group one winner. I'm Thunderstruck. Like, is Didn't a star. you make a case you, you, for She's a Belter and a couple of other stinkers you, on Friday? She's a Belter, a stinker. Oh, ran go 12. Through the, go through the record. Ran 12. Go so through the record. <laughs> go, uh, 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 stop. Go through the record I, of She's a Belter. I said on Friday. Go look up Racing Australia because I know you don't do your homework. Look up, <laughs> look up Racing Australia and go through the record, you dead set peanut. Mate, mate I said on Friday there are only dead, two or three genuine Group 1 horses in the race and they won. Cascadian's a great one, Milo. Oh, my God. Mr. Bright, you said, you're a, so full of long, crap. Had a long tail. You're so full of oh, crap. Oh, so Alligator on, Blood, nah, not genuine Group 1 horse. Nah. nah. Alligator Blood's not a genuine Group 1 horse. He was. That was. He was one of the three that I said. So only three horses were Group 1 horses. They were the three key fancies. Who? Cascadian. The three favourites. I said on Friday. I'm Thunderstruck. I'm Mr. Brightside. Alligator Blood and who? Mr. Brightside. Mr. Brotson, so one wins the and where the, the other two run? One pulled up with heat stress and oh, another guy was disappointing. Heat stress. Mooney Valley stress, mate. He's That's what bit, it is. You're fired up today. Mate, Mooney like Valley it. stress, it's oh, a joke. Just, oh, let's wind him up. Morning, morning legends. Lay Rory Hutchins. Hope he has a good long hard look at himself. Mate, it's a brain fade. Um, yes. It, and you shouldn't, don't, it, I know Cow, you're having a laugh, but I mean, they've come for him. He's just had a brain fade, mate. It's not. I actually think the public's been pretty, pretty. Measured on this. Measured. Cal's saying you need police protection know, and custody. <laughs> I know that, but generally, because um, I asked the question when the, the verdict came through of a month's suspension, whether it was harsh or fair, and most people said it was pretty fair. So oh, I think it's probably – I saw – For those out there, he stopped, riding, he stopped riding with 50 metres to go, um, basically, and it cost him victory. He got The horse came up the inside and um, got him on the line, so – it, you've got to look after punters. That's the moral of the story. I think Stacey Metcalf did it in Adelaide and got three months, I think. But she'd stopped riding earlier. That was... Um, was it Stacey Metcalf? No, it was someone St- else. Um, Stacey Callow. No, who was it? Someone will tell me. I can't remember. Someone, it was at Murray Bridge yeah. in the exalted colours. Yeah, I can yeah. see it right yeah. now. Um, totally agree with Milo. Valley was a full-laden, terrible track. Couldn't agree with you more. <laughs> He's yep. fired up. And Rose Hill. He's Did, fired up. See where all the winners came from Rose Hill, the first five. It had to be in the middle of the track. Fence was poison. Then you get to the slipper, you go back to the rail, and it's good it dries again. Dries up. Dries up. It's a joke, mate. It's a dead set <laughs> joke. These tracks are an absolute joke, I'm telling you. Like, how hard? You can't do form for what it's going to be like for four races. And then, like Adelaide Cup Day, you had to do form for what it was like for the first four races. Then you had to do. F- to completely flip the form on its head. Rails poison, lanes five and out were on, and then the Adelaide Cup, a horse that won a BM70 over 3,000 metres, goes back to the inside, cuts the corner and wins. I don't think the rail was poison. I think the, the jockeys overdid it, and no, rails in run was, was okay. It, it was just out the straight. Mate, I spoke to the jockeys. <laughs> it was poison. I was at the back of the jockeys' room. Poison. At Rose Hill? No, oh, no. At, <laughs> at Adelaide. Well, what are oh, you talking about? At Rose Hill. 
Does Cozzy Pickett cop weeks with a bump? Oh, I spoke to Mitch Cleary last night. He said one to two. Sam and Miles, what does Gentleman Roy... Why does Gentleman Roy lead until the final straight then goes out backwards when the whip comes out? Because they're allowing for a bias, Roy, at a track where there shouldn't be bias all the time and they overdo it and it cooks a race. I'm sick of it. Jim, <laughs> Tommy Noonan, Colton flew in an Uber on the way to Essen Hawthorne. Good on you, boys. And Cascadian's a genuine Group 1 open-class horse. Cascadians. She's a Belter's competitive affair. Her age and sex never been in an open-class Group 1 horse. Two genuine Group 1 milers ran first and second there. Cascadian's a Doncaster winner. Mr. Brightside's a Doncaster winner. I'm, I'm, don't ever – this is a load of absolute BS. Never been in an open-class Group 1. Mate, Group 1 is Group 1. Oh, you want to go Group 1 fillies and mares, a Group 1 open-class. If you win a Group 1, you are a Group 1 horse. Don't overcomplicate it. Don't overtalk it. I mean, gee whiz. Three-odd fillies. Mate, if you win a Group 1, you're a Group 1 horse. You are a Group 1 horse. It doesn't have to be, oh, well, you only won that Group 1 or you only won a Group 1. That's the whole point of it. That We could go back through other Group 1s and go, oh, oh, well, that was actually pretty weak, so nah, you're not really, nah. No, you're not a Group 1 horse. What are you going to do? If you win a Group 1, you're a Group 1 horse. You're very fired up. Well, it's, gee whiz. Poor take on Cascadian. He's performed well in Group 1s. Mate, but Cas- go and have a look. Go and have a look at the freaking form. Get- you lost it, Miles. The inevitable. Poor take on Cascadian. Ah, oh, he's just buying into is hype. He, he's a Group 1 Doncaster winner. Yeah, he is a, gr- he's a Group 1 horse. What I'm saying, in that race in particular, he had no right to beat the others on form. No right. Why? His Go- run prior was fantastic. In a Canterbury Stakes, came from well back. He's oh, a Group One miler. Gee whiz! He drew wide. That was the query. People he went, are full went of it. Too far back. No, they're full it of it. It was a great ride, actually. That was a really good ride by Mellum. Um, have you got anything else for the labing? Since I'm doing all the heavy lifting here. <laughs> no, we're good. Probably should go to a break. Lace and Melbourne traffic getting out of the G last night. That's why you're so fired up. I came out of the MCG car park. Ended up in Chinatown in the city. <laughs> <laughs> Took me an hour and ten minutes to get home. Your directions. They're the one are a bit cranky. You're very cranky. Um, find better racing. <laughs> I'm actually in a good mood. <laughs> you could have I'm just me. Don't, I just don't like, mate, these tracks are an absolute joke. Um, uh, we're going to think of a Sunday poll coming up. It's going to go up on Twitter and the SEN app. You can find better odds at Betfair. Is Gamble Miles responsibly. in a good mood? <laughs> I am in a good way. mood. I am. I am. I'm just don't talk oh, trash at all oh, the tracks geez. race fairly. They didn't. Fairly means they race the same all day and every horse has an opportunity. That's fair. It's as simple as that. You can't say I'll race fairly for some and not for others. That That's not fair. Uh, let's go to a break. We'll come back on the other side. I'm going to punch Tommy's lights out. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the Sunday Betfair Edge on SEN. Sunday Betfair Edge. Play both sides of the bet this AFL season. With lay betting. Exclusive to Betfair. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Well, welcome back to the Betfair Edge on a Sunday. Miles Fitzner, Tom Haylock with you. Well, thanks to Betfair. Back or lay AFL markets exclusive to Betfair. And you can gamble responsibly. We'll talk about that in a little while. 1-800-858-858. Our poll has gone up. Will Animo win the Queen Elizabeth? Is the Betfair poll. I'm predicting 98% will just say yes. Will of course, he? Of course. It, well, if he runs there, I mean... Group one racing, unless he's kept in a pocket or something like that. Did you, ex- not, did you not see the win of uh, Dubai Honor yesterday? Was good. Immoral. Dubai Honor smashes Animo. What? Dubai Honor just beats Animo. Simple as that. Oh, hang on, what? 
Well, he's just beaten Montefilio, who's a four-time Group win- 1 winner, by four and a half lengths. He's beaten Mwanga by five and a half, hinged a Group 1 winner. The Melbourne Cup winner by seven and a half. He's run under 34 seconds home in the final 600. It was an outstanding win. Big win. Any rain around, he goes, grows a leg. Yeah, what if it's rock hard? And well, then it was bi- rock hard and, on and Saturday. So rock hard and bias. It was rock hard yesterday. Yeah, but then does he beat Animo then? Yep. Yep. He beats Animo in all conditions. On what we saw yesterday. You're declaring Dubai to beat Animo. Oh, I think he beats Animo. Yes. Simple as that. Well, they, if they think he's going to go under, mate, they won't run him. Or well, they might not. How, yeah, he'll, he he'll could not have been any more impressive than oh, Dubai Honor was. And uh, oh, rightly not, so, I'm... Animo was fantastic yesterday. Uh, that was up there with one of his best wins. And he's a fighter. I, I love him. He's a, a fantastic horse. But I was so taken with that win. Obviously, I had a good result because I laid Mwanga the, the milk drinker. Um your favourite horse, Miles. I'll fire you up again. It's um, not my favourite horse. I was with Gold <laughs> Trip in the end. Dubai Honor. Went back to the inside where, the, where it was off. Dubai Honor was outstanding. And that market is shaping up to be an absolute beauty as well. Um, I can't wait for that. So Animo, $2.60 Duke at the moment. Betfair.com.au. Dubai Honor, $3. So Duke Decessor for me. In the Queen Elizabeth? Yeah, because Animo won't go there. It'll go to Ascot. If it, if it can go under, it won't go there. I would, I would like that. I've already laid Animo in the Queen Elizabeth, so that's that's good. There's an interesting New Zealand horse, um, New Zealand Japanese horse as well that's um, going to make a lot of interest as well, Miles. So um, it's shaping up to be a great race. Um, I can't wait for it. So the poll is up. Will Animo win the Queen Elizabeth? Uh, it's up on socials. I'm Thunderstruck Hertz. Yeah, Johnny, he hasn't won for a long time now, and so you just can't. He did. He did pull up with heat stress, and I don't know. I don't want. I didn't like him on Saturday that no, much. But it, well, no, no one was with him, Johnny. Um, well, there were people because he was short enough in betting. But, that's but he's a, been a bit playing this campaign. It's yeah. only popularity. There's only way you'd be with him is if you love the horse. Oh, a high pressure race was the reason why you could. He mapped okay, and, and why was, was it high pressure? What do you mean? Why was the race high pressure? Because Keats went hell for leather. It was always going to be high. Why pressure. did Keats go hell for leather? Because that's what they do, mate. What, but why? It has speed. I know what you're trying to get yeah, you to say, but yeah, it's going hell for leather. I'm trying no to get you track. to say it. What, why? Well, it's a tight turning firm track. It's always going to be on speed miles. Yeah, You've got to adapt your betting towards that. That's the whole thing. Um, and then they, over, then they overdo it and it becomes a nightmare. Then it's just anybody's game, like Cascadians and the Inevitables. <laughs> well, they, run a tr- they run a drum. Give me a spell. Uh, Adelaide have nice people. Fitzmagic moves to Melbourne. Now he's fired up. Yeah, go on you, Roy. <laughs> I'm joking. I know you're joking, Cal. Um, you lost some money. Yesterday was a day not to lose money. Cal, no. I hope you didn't follow my tips um, last Sunday. So I put myself in the lab in for that. Tis Invincible in the Black Opal was four and five wide throughout. It was a bit disappointing, that result. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah well, Cal's talking about Roy got, Hutchins, of course. Should be three months. Got one one tip today. We'll, Touch on later. We'll get to that when we get through the text. Like my neighbour, <laughs> cut his front nature strip and leaves half a metre before my drive. Oh, yeah, that's crook. Just mow the whole lot. <laughs> Michael's what laying, have you done to your Nova? That's real. Yeah, Miles laying, kind of. Yeah, Michael's laying me race the conditions. Yeah, nah. Toby, trots life. Is Miles hangry? I think he is. I'm not hangry at all. I just don't appreciate just like awful comments. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, jeez. Like, awful, horrible, horrible. Good on you, Tobes. The pressure of AFL season and callings just really worked miles up this morning. <laughs> John from Bentley East heard the rumour that the A-team's only on till two. Yeah, I'm only on till two, and Cam Luke will be joining David Taggart. I'm off to Marvel. It's when the A-team starts. That's it. <laughs> on the backboard, Tommy giving out some tips today. Should be mandatory on a Sunday from now on from Cal. Yep. Yeah, he's the best in the world, and he comes in on Sundays, doesn't tip. Unreal. 
Um, <laughs> word of advice, follow Miles today. He's angry, and we know what happens when he's fired up. Fill up from El Nudo. Yeah, I'm not angry on the horses, though, El Nudo. Um, just doing my Sunday duty and laying JD, as per usual, Jake from Langy Warren. Miles is scaring me. Calm down, mate. You're going to blow a valve. No. <laughs> Lay on Thunderstruck, drinks milk. It's it just forgotten how to win. It's what happens to horses. Great radio, gents. Can you keep going for each other? Dave from Ashwood. And Tommy, time to drop Milo back to the sale yards for a couple of weeks to calm down from Logman. He needs a massage if anyone knows. He needs something. Well, Logman, you've you've called him Sam earlier. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, <laughs> it's... Uh, oh. Uh, if anyone's going back to the sale yards, you're going back to the timber yard, <laughs> I reckon. Uh, 0499. We're having a bit of fun. 0499 736 736. We're going to jump to the news. If you've got any more lays, things you want to put in the bin, things you want to put on the backboard, we'll talk some racing, AFL, plenty more to come on the other side of this. What did you make of the weekend? A backboard, I want to say one. Harry Sheasel looks the real deal. It's it's the most touches on debut since 1991. Third most ever. On debut. Yeah. Unbelievable. And Ashwood looks the goods. Horn Francis looks like he's going to take off. You've got some good youngsters kicking around. AFL, NRL, you name it, we have it. Other side of this, Betfair Edge. Welcome back to the Sunday Betfair Edge. Miles Fitzner, Tom Haylock. You can back or lay AFL markets exclusive to Betfair. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Someone off the text has got this completely wrong. Did I just hear you've got to look after the punters? Punters don't pay the bills. Mm. That's exactly what they do. A- actually, you're wrong. <laughs> um, and you couldn't be more wrong. And that could be the most wrong text that's ever been sent <laughs> into this show. Punters are exactly the people who pay the bills. If there was no wagering in racing, they'd be racing for ribbons. It's as simple it, as that. It, so. it, it's that, that, that couldn't be any more opposite to what is... <laughs> Is the truth. There is actually nobody else just digs in their pocket and says, oh, look, hang on. Let's just, Peter Valandis is out of his own pocket. Yeah, let's make the Golden Eagle. We'll add another million. I'll just pay for that myself. Punters pay for everything. Everything. Um, someone's told me to go and have a smoke. Uh, <laughs> if Milo's in a good mood, can't wait to hear him later when Tex doesn't speak to him for half the show. Should be a laugh. Love you, Milo. Good on you, Tabo. And RE, the Bulldogs, what an awful game. Not good enough. Too slow. No one tried. How embarrassing. Never, ever going again. Till next time. Love my Bulldogs. Pony from Marulak. <laughs> is it that just the, the mentality of a supporter? Not going again, but I love them. I will be there next week. They're awful. Not good enough. Too slow. No one tried. Very embarrassing. Never going again. Until love next them. time, I love my Bulldogs. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Um, Josh off the, the tweet said, Western Bulldogs midfield forward connection in the lay-bin. Chad, uh, Team Keats in the lay-bin. And Jeff, I'm Thunderstruck, gone spacewalk, gone a horse in Mwanga, professional place getter. So he's putting all those three in the lay-bin as well. Yeah, oh, there's a few other things. Should we, what else? From the AFL, we'll turn our attention there. Well, I've got some I've got some data and stuff from betfair.com.au from the weekend. Yep. Um, Saturday, Somerville had $500,000 matched ahead of race three. Compare that to the winner, Queen Air, um, Bel Air, I think it was. Queen Air. Uh, Queen Air, sorry. Um, matched 150000 so that was interesting. We saw some big firmers and big drifters. Um, Munabek was smashed in betting. Yeah. Kept and coming for Munabek. Um, and that won really, really well. What else did we have? Mwanga, really firm as well. 360 into $3.05 late in the piece, which was great. We saw the winner. Um, I don't know what was happening with the winner there. Um, Dubai Honor kept drifting. So that was really interesting. Well, Not- it's, it's hard to find, right? Because 
like not many people are going to go and look up English form. Like you don't know. The professionals and the guys that are betting late should be aware of this. We saw protagonists yeah, come hard. out the week before, and protagonists wouldn't have to hold yeah. a candle to this horse. Oh no, but it's hard to match, right? It's hard even, to even hard as to professional line up. form analysts like you and I consider ourselves professionals. It's the hardest thing to do is line up international form with Australian form on a deck like that. They're just better than us, but yes. Um, yeah, so there was some some great stories. Obviously, Ryan Moore was one of them. Yeah, anyway. Um, Tommy, Tiz Invincible was a good tip. Mickey D thought he'd ride at 50 deep. Well, <laughs> he couldn't do much from the gate, though, Cal. Thought he was on winks. It was four deep, wasn't it, the trip? Four or yeah, five? Yeah, no cover. Uh, got no idea... If punters do pay the bills, some just waste their money till they've got nothing. That's gambling. No, no, no. Oh, I'm telling you, Gia, punters are the people that pay the bills. Um, All these taxes. De- it comes down to tax and, and everything as well. So Dean Watling, the great Dean Watling, is a star. Labin, Australia WFA stocks. Wait for age stocks. Wait for age stocks, yep. They're on the backboard, bookie prices for UK imports first up in Australia. And that's because no one knows, Dino. That's simple as that, isn't it? Got out at a stupid price. Yeah. Firm track was the query, but Dubai Honor was unbelievable. Pies are looking good from Gia. Pies were outstanding. We went to the game Friday night. Great win. We did. What did you make of Geelong? Did Your mob. Um, oh, not concerned. I think they went a bit flat. They let, I mean, you let Dacos off the chain. I mean, he's going to cut Is you up. Gonna, are they going to tag? Are they going to. Well, Is Scott going to actually. Stop being stubborn well, they, well, and man someone up. Well, I don't think we can be criticising how he coaches. I mean, We're they won not, they won their prelim final by seventy one and the granny by eighty one, um, and I mean last year, I mean they lost to St Kilda for crying out loud last year. You just can't get concerned with the cats. What do you make of round one results? Do you reckon it holds uh, like it's a good indicator of I, the season ahead? I think it's how the teams play. I think the Collingwood Geelong game was a lot better game of football than the Melbourne Bulldogs game in quality. The Melbourne Bulldogs. It wasn't game. very defensive Friday night. It was very high scoring, free flowing, yeah, bit of but, pinball. But the skill, like you can see about how they're hitting targets, how they're running, how they're defending. Like the turnovers in the Melbourne Bulldogs game from both teams. So Melbourne blow them out. Everyone goes, "Oh, we're there." Well, actually, Melbourne didn't play that well, and neither did the Bulldogs. The Bulldogs must have been awful. Then. They, they, they were like turnover city. Skills were shocking, yeah, right. shocking. But then you see a display like Geelong Collingwood. The pressure. I've the never written Collingwood game. off. I had Collingwood. I'd like we said on this show, even we'd spoken to Paps. We, we were all in agreement that Collingwood are a serious team, and I everyone wasn't. had written them off. Oh, I, I, I wasn't. Well, I, I oh, you was, laid them outside was, the four. That's right. Yeah. So, but I, they're a proper. How can you rule them out? They've nearly got into a. They've lost to Sydney by a kick last year. Yeah, makes no sense. They're a good side, and they get Mitchell and McStay. And who do they lose? Henry and Grundy. The most disappointing loss was Brisbane. We both thought Brisbane would go, oh. to, go to Adelaide and beat Port, and they got wiped off the floor. Their midfield got annihilated. I think it's more. I think that's more, though. I think that's more saying that Port are better than what we thought rather than Brisbane. Brisbane travelling, Adelaide Oval, don't have a... Um, yeah, uh, but, like, but Brisbane were also up at half time and... I think it was 12 goals to two after half time. They were pretty plain in the second half. Brisbane. Yep. And you expect their leaders, and if they're going to go to the next level this year and win a flag, their leaders and their midfield needed to step up. They've got a good midfield with senior heads. They're the Collingwood, how good they are, I don't think is as big a surprise as how good Port Adelaide were. That was, that was a surprise. Port Adelaide is the, is the highlight of the round. Would that be fair? Oh, it'd be hard to suggest otherwise. They were fantastic. We a few... The rest of the others, I think you can take with a grain of salt, as in 
but but Port Adelaide looked a mar- way way better than what I think nearly everyone thought, except for Port supporters. <laughs> you might be right. Now they're in a twelve dollars at the moment to win the Premiership. Port on the back of that, they did hit twenty six dollars at betfair.com.au. So twenty six dollars into eleven. If you've taken the twenty sixes, you can lay off now at the twelves and make money either way. It's the beauty of trading. Melbourne five dollars forty. They were obviously you don't think they were as impressive as the scoreline indicated, but. Most people out there think they're going to be very hard to beat. Five dollars forty, Geelong seven eighty, Brisbane nine dollars twenty, Collingwood eight dollars twenty. The big firmers as well. Richmond ten dollars, Sydney ten dollars. Um, Brownlow, this will be interesting. It always this is where, I mean, this is what we did last year, didn't we? This is where we got Geelong at a decent price for that multi. Yep. Um, what's happening with the Brownlow too? Because you're going to see a few drifters here and a few firmers. Yeah, it hasn't been much movement. As yet, yep. um, obviously, there's a few surprises. Lockie Neal won a poll. Bontempelli probably not, although he had a really good game. Then you got Cripps. Um, he was okay Thursday night, Cripps. Yeah, I think he just... It's a lot of the stars that probably haven't come out and dominated, so... They warm into the season, the stars, though. They always they start pre-season later. They look after their bodies. You don't get too caught up on the stars nice and early. Petraka and Oliver may... Pole one, they were both good. Um, Lockie Neal won't poll. Um, Took Miller won't poll. And they're heading up the market. So Bontepelli, $9.20 at the moment. It Oliver, 12. Cripps, ten fifty. Lockie Neal, 11. Miller, 15. Brayshaw, 15. Petraka, about that $15 price as well. Can we lay recently retired footballers advertising hair regrowth? Joel Selwood, hang your head in shame. Well, Scotty from Bayswater, <laughs> that means you have to lay the late, great Shane Warne too. Oof. Yeah, Kane Corns. I mean... I'm not there yet, but any more shows with Tommy, and I reckon I probably need it. <laughs> hey, um, NRL, can we touch on that, please? Because we go right around the country, and I don't like to be AFL bias. You can do that. So, well, I, no, no, no. You Canterbury, do that. It's your Canterbury, sh- it's, you pay the bills here. It's Canterbury your show. Canterbury versus Tigers coming up. Canterbury $1.35. West Tigers $3.70. Canberra versus Cronulla. Cronulla $2.34. Canberra. Cronulla $1.73 at game, the though. moment. Um, Panthers' favourites. For the NRL Premiership at four forty, Roosters six sixty. What price are we still getting? The Dolphins for the Dolphins. They are thirty six dollars. Oh yeah, little back to lay. Any chance? Probably not for me. We love the Dolphins. <laughs> Who doesn't? Um, Tomo too had one for the lay bin. He was fired up. He had to pay for a club last night, Tomo, our well, producer. Well, one, he was. He came in, he said, I was going to a Latino club last night. We said, Tomo, we didn't think you had it in you. Latino And that he club. had to pay to go to a Latino club. But then he he, he managed to um to uh, explain a little bit further that it was it was his Latino friend was taking him to a, like a dance, Latino dance club. I'm putting And that not the sort of the one we Im- hoped. The image <laughs> of... Tomo dancing to Latino music early oh, in the labian. He's, uh, he's come in this morning, said his hips don't lie. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to a break. Find better racing odds at Betfair. Gamble responsibly. Miles Fitzner, Tom Haylock. What do you want to talk about on the other side of this? Plenty, mate. We've got more racing. We've got... Oh, racing's the... giving me the you-know-whats at the moment. You're a bit angry. Well, the tracks are awful, we'll mate. Talk about F1s, more labians, whatever you want, mate. Yeah. We could talk about how good Cam Luke went, Brightside. Well, I tipped it on Friday too. Well done, Cam. Oh. Oh, good, ju- good judges found it. The good judges found it. Did you have the inevitable in Cascadian running top three? I don't think so. Doesn't matter when you back the winner. Oh, you're a peanut. Let's go to a break. You're listening to the Sunday Betfair Edge on SEN. 
Sunday, Bet Fair Edge. Play both sides of the bet this AFL season with lay betting exclusive to Betfair. Gamble responsibly. Call 1 800 858 858. Welcome back to the Betfair Edge. Miles Fitzner, Tom Haylock with you all. Thanks to Betfair. And don't forget, uh, you can back, lay, trade, do whatever you want. AFL markets, NRL markets, cricket, um, racing, you name it. You do the lot, don't you? I try so, yeah. Are we, are we trading heavily on the Brownlow this year and, and bits and pieces? We'll try and do some segments. I'm in for the Brownlow show for sure this year. I have to be. I hope so. Get onto the... Well, you, the you pay the bills. I'll see what I can do. You um, better, better just lift your mood a little bit. What do you mean my mood? <laughs> Don't you start with me. Uh, do you want to put on the backboard the fact that I took you to the footy on Friday night? No? I want to put Coca-Cola on the backboard. They took us to the footy. Yes. Thank you to them. And you. Robbo. Was good. Powder. And the <laughs> team. Nickname. What about the bakery at Anglesey? Get on down there. Yes. Yes. Very good. Get to the bakery Dino. in Anglesey. Dino's a good man. He's been doing it all day. <laughs> that was we, good. You know, Laban. Hang on, hang on, hang on. We've got one here. We've got one here. Oh. <laughs> Laban. Tommy and I walk into into. The, well, it's a good little story. We walk into the box on Friday night, and we get greeted by a man, didn't we? Thinking, oh well, this guy must be running. This guy must be running the box. He says, hi, I'm so-and-so. Won't name him. Started with a C. Anyway, what an he says, oh, oh, can I get you a drink? I'm thinking, oh, this bloke must be running it. He says, are you guys from Coca-Cola? No, well, we're here with, with my mate who's, who's, who's big on it. And, um, who's big on it? Well, we're in it. Oh, right, right, right. Then proceeded for most of the night to essentially host. He got up in your personal space. He spoke to you way too close for my liking. <laughs> He grabbed me on my broken arm, to which I nearly gave him the full one straight in the chest. Um, he, he was standing up, carrying on, and then one of the worst footy supporters I've ever seen. Oh, he's been doing it all day, mimicking. Oh, he was a genuine going to the footy and just sitting near a pest. There is nothing worse. Remember, he's, oh, yeah, where's the lobster? Where's the lobster? Do you want a soda water? Want a soda water? Like, sit down and <laughs> shut up. Hey. You we actually we actually managed to text our mate who was across the other side of the box, and we said like a couple of words, and he said, oh, "I think I might throw him clean out the window in a minute." <laughs> Jeez. Well, hopefully that doesn't get back to anyone. <laughs> National radio. Are you going to comment here? No. <laughs> Why not? I'm just. He was a dead set peanut. He was a dead set peanut. I don't need to. He's an absolute peanut. Right. What have you got for me? Head over to the Betfair Hub. That's the first thing. Um, plenty of information. We've got the Formula One Grand Prix Saudi Arabia tonight, which is going to be fantastic. I'll get up tomorrow morning. You're not a big fan of the F1s, are you, Miles? Oh, I've got better things to do. You're calling the footy this afternoon, SEN? Like that. Yes, AFL Nation. Adam White, former ABC, RSN star, Josh Jenkins, and I'll chime in a little bit. With Adam White? Yeah. Oh, that's good. I've never met him, so I'm looking forward to it. I did with uh, the game with Joe Watton last night. Just a great human being. Just a great human being. Well done Had last fun. night. Yeah, I was woeful. Who but... wins today? GWS Adelaide. That's what I want to know. Coming up very shortly. Tough oh, game. I don't G- know what to make of that. GWS $1.73. Adelaide $2.33.36. I'll go to the other couple of games as well before you tip a winner. Hawthorne Essendon, $2.28. Hawthorne Essendon, $1.77. And St Kilda Fremantle ran out the... Uh, the round two dollars ninety two Fremantle a dollar fifty one very tricky games today, mate. Oh, the, the 
Dollar fifty one for who? Fremantle. Oh right, I thought you got nearly mixed up. Fremantle should beat St Kilda. Essendon should beat Hawthorne. If Essendon lose to Hawthorne, look out. Phone mm. lines will go berserk. <laughs> they will. But then in Adelaide, I'm geez, I'm glad I'm here because if the Crows come out and wipe the floor with the Giants, you'll have Port talking flags and the Crows talking flags. The advertiser, I mean, you wouldn't wipe your backside with it. Ooh. It's dead set shocking. There'll be nine pages of Port and Crows to win the flags. All the 19. supporters will be up. Like, give us a spell. I mean, you're both going to battle well, to make like the eight. It seems like really, um, your mood's shifted towards happiness since you've been moving to Melbourne, mate. Oh. You're really happy. Hey, Dunny moment. was happy that we spoke on the NRL. Dunny, we accept all types here at SEN. Anything you can make money on, betfair.com.au, trade, back, lay, do it all. Right, have you got a tip for today since you don't normally do that either? Uh, <laughs> Mitch Freeman um, has got a debutante. On um, debut. Yeah, Cape on me Omnia. Swan Hill race one, number six, uh, three-year-old. Coming to favouritism, been supported this morning. Um, looks hard to beat on debut. Jumped out really nicely leading in. Dean Yandel on board. I think um, hard to beat there. Capri Omnia. Yep, race from, one, number six. From Barrier Swan 16. The Orange meeting at New South Wales. The meeting in Sydney's well, New South Wales is no good today, so we'll let that one go through to the keeper. Um, anything else? Port Lincoln, I think. Have you got any winners? King Sun, race two, number four, might win. Maybe. <laughs> I'd like to say it's been a pleasure, Miles, but... Oh, shut up. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know what? We've got to put Tomo on the backboard. Um, bring us a coffee this morning. He had to pay to get into a Latino club last night, and he bought us a coffee. Poor bloke's broke. He's got no money left. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's scrounging around. No, 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 hipster. Da, 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 da. <laughs> Let's go. Tomo. Anyway, I've enjoyed that. Go to Betfair. Go to the Hub. Good to see your moods shifted for the last 12 seconds the, of this show. Go to the Hub. Tommy, go and do something for someone else for a change. Go and do the run for the kids or something. You've lost touch with the common oh, man, Thomas. give me. <laughs> give me a spell. Love you. See you on Friday. See you, mate. See ya.